This is the Press Play Podcast, powered by Splinify. Join us as we dispel the mystery that surrounds video, the world's most popular medium for communication. We'll share our expertise and provide the best analyses, strategies, and practices as we show you how to establish brand awareness, create noteworthy educational content, and drive insane amounts of revenue. Here's your host, Derek Gerber. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Press Play. I am your host, Derek Gerber, and today I'm so excited. We have J.P. Clement, CEO of Boomtime. Welcome to the show, J.P. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, thanks, and thanks for having me. Thank you very much. It's hard to explain after 30 years of your background experience, all the things that you've done. Walk us through, who are you and what do you do? Well, uh, yes, I do have about 30 years of experience in, uh, in marketing, but I've also done a lot of uh, strategy, entrepreneurship, product management, product design, a little, little bit of everything. Um, so, yes, I, I'm, I've done a lot of marketing. I've probably done every type of marketing uh, under the sun uh, because I started 30 years, 30 plus years ago. Uh, I have uh, I did a lot of the uh, traditional mark- marketing at the beginning of my career, um, working for large companies like um, uh, um, General Mills, uh, a company that now is owned by Nestle in a c- c- consumer packaged goods uh, world. Uh, so I've, I've done a little bit of everything in the traditional marketing, and then I also I, j- I jumped in the internet side of, uh, of marketing, so digital marketing, um, in '98 uh, uh, for Ticketmaster and City Search. And and um, I haven't left. <laughs> I'm still in there. Uh, I've worked for uh, you know on the corporate side. I've worked on the on the, a, um, the agency side. Uh, I've I've worked for uh, very large companies. Um, I've worked for very small companies. Lots of startups. Kind of a serial entrepreneur myself. I started three agencies of my own and countless other side businesses. <laughs> um, and uh, but I joined uh, Boomtime about a year ago um, and uh, as CEO. And I'm uh, I'm having a blast uh, kind of doing all kinds of digital marketing. I love it. I love it. So let's jump right into it. How is Boomtime innovating the world of marketing today? Boomtime actually came out of the, the brain of uh, a man named Bill, Bill Bias, uh, also a serial entrepreneur, someone that, that I met a few years ago. And we both had the same exact idea or, or challenge, and, but we're approaching it from very different sides. And, and the challenge was, how do you scale digital marketing? You know, uh, typically as, as an agency, you know, you have X clients. And then uh, if you want to have two X clients, you need two X people, right? Uh, not very scalable. And as a business person, I was it always kind of grated at me that, you know, you couldn't scale ag- agencies easily. So I thought about it for about 10 years, literally. Uh, and I was coming at it from a marketing and product standpoint, productizing marketing services and, and creating, you know, something more like a, uh, like a next-gen agency that would sell its products, you, you know, in an e-com- services in an e-commerce store, right? Um, so, so I was coming at it from a very um, kind of traditional almost standpoint, but a more, more like a product standpoint. And Bill was thinking about it in a uh, from a technical standpoint. He's a technical guy at heart, um, very techno-savvy. And so he, at boom time, he had built a proprietary software that kind of undergirds the whole company. And um, so... It touches literally everything that Boomtime does. Uh, we call it Fuse. Um, you know, Boomtime, Fuse, light, light the Fuse and all that. 
Uh, we're marketers af after all, um, but it's a proprietary software. And as, as I said, it helps us do marketing uh, in a more replicable way, in a more consistent way. It allows us to do like, uh, well, it forces us actually to, to do the right thing at the right time, which in marketing is, is very, especially in digital marketing is very critical. Um, it uh, generates a lot of uh, analytics. We feed all our analytics through Fuse. Um, and in the end, you know, it makes us way more e efficient and enables us to scale. It also automates a lot of the tasks that are more mundane and uh, repetitive um, as well. So our people can focus more on the strategy and on doing the best marketing possible within the confines of Fuse, which uh, we I call it the discipline and engine. Uh, my team doesn't really like that, but for me, it's, it's important because mar marketing is a very disciplined um, you know, field. And uh, some people don't realize that, but that's something that, you know, I really believe in. Um, I've been trained, you know, by people like General Mills into uh, you know, how marketing should be done. And I really believe in that. So anyway, uh, Fuse is a big part of how we're different. We also are very uh, transparent. Uh, which is something that I think is, especially for ag agencies, not necessarily, uh, in my experience, something that uh, happens all, all the time. So we, we publish our prices on our website. So what you see is what you get. You know, it's not bait and switch at all. It's like, this is how we charge, what, what we charge. And Fuse enables us to charge less comparatively to other agencies because we're so efficient. I love that. And I think that one of the most difficult things to probably bring across for the audience is that when you're in a creative world, it's difficult to incorporate data. And probably one of the latest innovations of what we've seen, right, in the last 10 or 15 years specifically, is the amount of data available for us to act on. And we've all talked about data is king. So when it comes to the competitive world of marketing and how you're differentiating yourself, your process with your data to get better results, be more efficient, better pricing, um, how are you differentiating yourself out in your own efforts? What type of content or what type of stories are you telling that really resonate with people? Maybe you have a few brands in there, some stories you could share for us. Yeah. So, you know, people will probably not recognize the brands that, that we, uh, that we have, you know, we serve mostly uh, B2B small and medium sized businesses. So, you, you know, not, you know, uh, household names really, but uh, we do use data. That, that's, that was kind of the third pillar of, of, of how we differentiate, we differentiate ourselves. We, we look at, uh, we generate a lot of uh, data. Digital marketing in general does generate a lot of data, but we take the time to actually store that data, look at that data, and derive, you know, uh, hypotheses, uh, derive learnings from that data, so we can keep getting better at doing marketing, digital marketing. Um, and so we. Um, uh, we're very data and science driven, you know, all the things that we do, the packages we put in place, the way we do marketing is very, uh, you know, is different from our competitors just because we look at the data and we also have a lot of experience doing it. You know, data is something that I've been uh, trained uh, from a very early age. My first job uh, after my MBA uh, was uh, with General Mills and General Mills kind of taught me uh, that data and analytics are kind of the core of marketing. I was always seeing marketing as a more creative endeavor, but I realized very quickly that, you know, thanks to their teachings, that uh, marketing is actually about 50 50. Um, and this marketing in and of itself is not really creative and, and endeavor. You know, there's other things you can be create, creative in, I believe, but marketing itself is very, very data driven and science driven. So, uh, after this long intro, uh, you know, um, and they taught me that, you know, and one of my managers at, at the time said, look, you know, if you cannot measure it, you cannot manage it. 
And that's literally stuck with me. That was, that was 30 years ago, <laughs> over 30 years ago. And I still remember it because it was like this light bulb that, that went on. I'm like, yes, that's true. And that makes sense. And thank, you know, I'm really lucky that I have a facility for numbers and I can extract stories from massive sets of numbers. And I think and that's something I've been trying to educate my team about um, because I think we can still do a better job. And edu we educate our clients. So our our uh, our core value, uh, one of our core values, is that we see ourselves as educators internally at Boomtime, but also to our clients. And so, and you know, analytics and data, and you know, it's really hard for some people to interpret to figure out. So what we I have asked my team is that we tell stories, right? That the data that when we show it to our clients for for the campaigns, and we do very reg regular check-ins. Um, is that we tell stories, you know, because I don't want to throw a bunch of charts and tables and numbers at, at our clients. They're not going to look at it. They're not going to understand it. We're going to look like pompous, you know, idiots. Um, sorry. <laughs> but, um, and so, you know, we tell stories. You know, we have both small bullet points that say, you know, this is what the data says, you know, and we do that with our marketing too. Um, you know, we do a lot, we create a lot of uh, content and I really believe that you have to create a story, a story that uh, matches your objectives as a brand or as a company. Um, and that also, um, that, you know, uh, pushes, uh, you know, some key aspects of what you do, of why you do it. We're big on the why. Um, and so, in, anyway, so I hope that answers your question. I've, I might've been meandering about uh, a little bit here, but no, it's perfectly answered because we even know that from General Mills, I've said the same words and you're saying them after 30 years of experience. Marketing is not a hundred percent just creativity. It's 50% science. And the other half is 50% what I like to call feng shui. You, have what you absolutely <laughs> yeah. need to do. And then you know that you have to pick up the paintbrush and put that paint down to the canvas. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, uh, you know, people tend to hesitate on that part. They don't want to get the red ink and the critique after but if you understand that half the game has already been figured out, you need to do these things. You can hire someone like a JP to help cover the extra gap. You're not as far away as you think. So if you're not even sure on the first half, you need to find somebody who's using data to make decisions in marketing. Just picking colors and just putting things out there to get 27 views is not the purpose of marketing. And I will tell you here now. So let's take that to the revenue generation side, because typically mm -hmm. clients come to us for three things. They want to help build awareness, educational programs, or revenue generation streams. Mm -hmm. How are your clients right now using your data, your analytics, your style uh, in new innovative ways that are driving additional digital marketing leads to them? How are they doing it right now? Well, actually, in a lot of cases, we're doing it for them, <laughs> but you know, we we are um, so um, we are using creativity uh, and storytelling in a lot of uh, in a lot of different aspects, as I mentioned. Not not just when we report our the numbers on their campaigns, but you know, when we create content, and we create a lot of content that could be you know blog posts, um, content for LinkedIn, for instance. Uh, we could we create what we call challenger articles. I mean, we. Um, and we do uh, videos, we do podcasts for our clients. Um, we do it for ourselves too. Um, but we, uh, so we, we utilize a lot of these things. Um, and this is where the creativity comes in for, at least as far as I'm, I'm concerned, it's like, how do we use the, all these different elements that exist in digital marketing? And there are many, 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 and 
every week it seems like there is another digital marketing you know tactic that's that's appearing right but we use things like you know email marketing social media marketing influencer marketing uh, you know content marketing and so on and we put these pieces together in a way that I believe is very creative and this is how we get our clients over that hump right of to differentiate themselves. What we do, actually, we focus on the top of the funnel, as you, as you described. So we, we generate leads for our clients. And remember, they're mostly B2B clients. But we generate you know, awareness, interest, and consideration, pretty much. And then we have some other tools and packages where we can work the rest of the funnel. But we really focus on the top of that because... Most people come to us and like, you know, and since the pandemic, you know, I, I used to go to trade shows. I don't know what to do anymore, uh, you know, and we're like digital marketing. It works. Trust us. And then we can put campaigns together. So we have uh, we have developed some really incredible tools that, for instance, uh, um, you know, manage your LinkedIn profile and create connections in a, in a very different way, in a very, it's a little bit automated, but it doesn't feel automated. And we have all kinds of creative ways to create messaging that will really attract people um, and get them to respond to you. Uh, and then you can start conversations with them and become, they become leads. We also, you know, we uh, try very hard to turn all our clients into thought leaders in their industry by generating the right content. Um, so we have all, all these tools and, you know, any one of them is not necessarily very creative, but it's how we put them together. So uh, we've had clients, you know, we've, we've done campaigns um, that, that they were telling us, you know, hey, you know, I, I, I need to generate leads. I don't know what to do. So we'd say, hey, you know, let's look at LinkedIn. LinkedIn, we call it the virtual trade show, right? This is where you, you can network on LinkedIn just as well as you could network at a trade show without the risk of getting sick. Um, so we like that. <laughs> and because we've developed all these tools and techniques on LinkedIn, we can really generate great traffic. And we have a, a client, actually a couple of clients uh, in Canada that, uh, that work in very arcane types of tech, technical industries um, where you know, where they were like, uh, we started doing those programs for them. And at so after three, three months, they were like, stop. We're like, why? We're not doing a good job. Say, no, no, you're doing too good a job. We have so many leads, so many quality leads. We just don't know what to do with them. We don't have the staff to actually answer that. So please pause the campaign for a little bit. We'll catch up and we'll tell you to turn it back on. So this is the kind of things that obviously, as the CEO of Boomtime, I want to hear. But it's also, you know, it's a proof that, you know, what we do, and we measure everything that we do of, of, for obvious reasons, from what I mentioned a few minutes ago. So we um, we do have, you know, we measure everything and we can prove the ROI of what we do uh, very easily. And uh, in cases like this company, you, you know, they were not paying us a ton. You can see how much we we're paying us on our website. Um, but we were generating like hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in lead value for them. So um, that works. That's right. And you're really taking me into the next point is, that, that hesitation that some companies have to only quickly realize how fast digital marketing can create a cataclytic moment for you to accelerate your business to a point where you realize you can't even deliver all that business. <laughs> what a wonderful, wonderful problem to have. Um, exactly. you know, fast growing companies tend to deal with those things, whether you're growing at 200, 300, 500%. Um, there always seems to be more work than what you can actually deliver when your marketing is delivering the way it should be. I think that's what's amazing to me. So when it comes to let's do some myth busting. All right. We, we love to bust some myths on this show. What would you say are top three myths that you address yourself every day when you're trying to sell clients? This is too mm -hmm. expensive or, you know, what are things that you typically hear that you want to you want to bust today? 
Yeah, well, the, the, the first one is, I think, you know, um, uh, this idea of like that marketing is all about creativity and we talked about it all, already. So I, I won't be belabor that, that one, but that's one that literally I have to... My favorite. To, to, to crush like every single time. <laughs> uh, but, um, but I think, you know, one of them is... Um, it's this idea of like, you cannot measure necessarily the, your return on investment. That's a big myth, you know, oh yeah, marketing, so difficult to generate return, to calculate the return on investment, whatever. So my favorite um, ask uh, question that I ask uh, our clients is like, well, when you went to trade shows, what was your ROI? And they're like, uh, I don't know. Um, and then literally 80 to 90% of them will say, I don't know. I'd never thought about calculating it. You know, we, we had to go to treasures. We go to treasures. Like, well, what if I told you that, you know, it probably was not very good. And what if I told you about what we're going to do for you? I'm going to give you the ROI. The first minute you start working with us, we're going to set some KPIs and then we're going to track to them and you'll see what your ROI is within two weeks. Um, and that's, that's a big myth, myth. Buster, um, because, you know, uh, the good thing in, in digital marketing, if you know what you're doing and if you set your campaigns properly, you can measure pretty much everything. Um, so, um, you know, there is all these issues of uh, attribution and everything, but, you know, we won't get to, and what, in what we do, that's not as much of a problem as, as in, the, in the consumer space. Um, but, uh, yeah, that still can rear its ugly head, but um, it's still it's still doable and you can still track and and there's all kinds of techniques and model and modeling that you can do. Um, a third one, um, I think it's, um, it's this idea of like, you know, um, that you just in digital marketing, you just do, do something and then, you, you know, um, it, it, it works or it doesn't work. And then you just try to try something else and it's easy to fix things, to change things, whatever it is. But if you don't have a plan of action, if you don't have, you know, your strategy totally set up, your KPIs, you know, uh, set up, make sure that everything aligns and that you do, as, as I said at the beginning of the show, that you do the right thing at the right time, it's not going to work. Um, and that's something that, you know, people think that, you know, you, it's so be willy-nilly and you can just try everything and just, well, if it doesn't work, we'll throw stuff at the wall, it sticks, it doesn't stick, it doesn't matter. Um, true, but uh, at the same time, if you do it that way, it's not going to be very efficient. Your ROI is not going to be very good. So that's what we do. You know, we fuse our software, but also, you know, our processes is that which fuse rep replicates is that we're very disciplined in doing our marketing. And uh, marketing, you know, again, myth busting, um, not necessarily, uh, you know, marketing has to be, in my, I believe deeply, uh, a very disciplined endeavor. Absolutely. And I would, I would add on to that too, is that I think a, a common myth that I've had to address is that you can, we make videos here, but you can make one video and that covers all your needs. And like, that's literally, no, that's not, you don't do one thing for yeah. a few weeks and then go, oh, see, it never worked. Like that's, that's ridiculous. Even what you said in your example earlier, three months into it, then they're, oh, okay. But as little as two weeks, you can start to, to feel the pulse. You could feel the heartbeat and the digital marketing part taking place. I would say, that most digital marketing campaigns probably die out after a year, 95% of them, because people cannot maintain the effort. I would just say mm -hmm. the maintained persistence, but then also content that matters when you need it the most in the mm -hmm. buyer's journey. So there is self-guided uh, purchase or, you know, mm -hmm. buying into your brand loyalty. Um, but on the flip side, I, I really got to say at the end of the day, I, I look at ongoing efforts to know that there will be some quick pops from our digital marketing efforts now, but some of those investments may hit us nine or 12 months from now. We may create a video today and post it today, see some traffic, get some original insights, 
and then find out a year later that somebody across the world watched that video and flew to San Francisco so you could have a board meeting. Uh, not that I'm talking about a specific example, but yes, I've been there myself <laughs> because you sometimes have to post that content a year. So you yeah. could be three, six, nine, 12 months out, but the more you stack on, the more regularly you measure the data, the faster and better you're going to succeed. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, JP. If I may add, if we have a second here, you know, it, it's not, but Mark, you have to monitor, you know, it's not just looking at the, at the stats and the analytics for a while, but you have to keep monitoring our campaigns for our clients to average one year. And we keep generating content over a full year. And, um, you know, and it, it's amazing to see that, you know, and we, the content changes over time, obviously, because there's a life cycle to those campaigns and, and also to the company that we're working with. Uh, they have their own life cycle, right? And they have different needs at different times. Um, and also to, to finish it, I'm sorry, maybe I'm taking too much time here, but no. uh, quickly, um, the, uh, this idea of, you know, time being very important. I, I always tell my clients, look, a lot of what we do is like, there are things that we do that have a really direct impact in, as I say, a couple of weeks. Um, there are things that take much longer. And I always say, you know, it's like you, you're planting a seed, right? And then our content is like watering that seed and then it grows into a plant. And then the fruits that the plant bears is, you know, your leads and stuff like that. But that takes time and that takes pruning and that takes monitoring and you make sure your plant is growing well and, and so on. Um, and uh, that, that usually resonates really well. But uh, like, for instance, we, I, we do our own marketing for ourselves. So I have a team that works for me as, as their client. Um, and we realized that we had an article that we published two years ago, but still generating thousands and thousands and thousands of impressions every month. That's right. That's right. You never know. And if you can do content right and you're, match, you're matching the cadence and the expectation for what the audience wants from you, that content can last two, three, five years Mm-hmm. Um, no joke. This, you got to do it right, though. So, um, all right, JP, this has been amazing. What is next for you and Boom Time? Well, um, Boom Time, we're growing fast, but we have some. Uh, my board has given me some very, uh, <laughs> very ambitious uh, targets, and so we, are, you know, we're going to keep uh, evolving our software fuse. Uh, we might actually even white label it at some point. Um, so that's kind of a big. Uh, thing for us uh and then we're going to keep uh you know stay at the at the cutting edge of digital marketing make it, we learn every single day you know i learn every single day although i've been doing this for a long time um so you know we keep learning we're going to keep growing uh and uh you know in a few years we might uh, go to an exit I love it. I love it. Well, if you need help today and you need strategy and vision and delivery backed by true data and science by a trusted expe- uh, professional and in the uh, entire world of digital marketing experience from front to back, you need to call JP at Boom Time. So thank you, JP, for joining us today. And for the audience, please remember to review the podcast, click subscribe, and we'll be talking to you next time. Thanks. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me.